listening to FNQ Originals here on Ken's FM 89.1 with Baz and Devsky. FNQ Originals. FNQ Originals. FNQ Originals. FNQ Originals. Welcome to FNQ Originals. Welcome to FNQ Originals. I'm Joel Devsky Devereaux, and if you are listening to our wonderful show here on this Sunday night instead of watching the State of Origin, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. Very impressed. Yes. We've got Barry Coe. How are you going, Barry? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. We're going on a well, bit of a... You're, um, you're a bit, um, bit excited for tonight's game, aren't you? Oh, I am. I am. But we're going to watch a replay after the show, so we're going to go on a bit of a media blackout. We have gone on a media blackout, which is... Uh, I, I don't know if it's smart. Because <laughs> as soon as you tell people that you're on a media blackout, everyone just decides... Everyone starts messaging. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if you've seen that How I Met Your Mother episode when they go on the, the Super Bowl thing where they no. went without a seat for 24 hours. Um, that's what happened. But if you're listening to us on Sunday night, uh, thank you very much. Or if you listen to the replay uh, 4 to 6 on Thursday, then State of Origin's already happened. So you're not going to be – there's not going to be any spoilers or anything. No, and, so. w- and one of us will be heartbroken on Thursday. <laughs> so. For those who don't know, Joel goes for Qu- uh, New South Wales I and do. I go for Queensland. So. I do. Yeah. This is the ultimate state of origin matchup here in the studio at FNQ Originals. It is. Um, if you're listening to it on the podcast, thank you so much for supporting us as well and supporting music around the region. Um, who we got on the show tonight, Barry? This is a pretty special oh, night. Joel. Joel, we've had some pretty big heavy hitters on the show so far. We have. But we've got the, the biggest heavy hitter of all. We've got the People's Princess. <laughs> all the way <laughs> from the city council chambers. We've dragged her in here. We've got Amy Eden. Yes. Amy Eden. So she'll be on after this song, um, but we've got some cool music tonight. We've got Cadillac, some uh, Cameron Cusack. We've got Georgia May, but this is my favourite song coming out of the region at the moment. This is by an uh, artist called Jeans, and this song is called Crumble. So we'll be back after this with Amy Eden. You'll listen to FNQ Originals. I was a chaser. You are listening to FNQ Originals. Used to run around in rose-coloured glasses And I tripped myself to even the balance now I'm tying up my shoes like I never had them I imagine You don't get it, I get manic, you hold space, stop You're a weapon, automatic, you're my wild thoughts All the poster, take me over till my stomach drops Got me by the collar at the time We were walking by the water when you took a look and I was nervous too Dreaming with our eyes open Right 
Jeans with Crumble. What a track. What a track. That's actually the first track, pop track I put on as first track on FNQ Originals since that was we quite started. radical, Joel. It was. It was quite tubulicious. <laughs> it was. And if you're wondering why we're catchphrasing everything from Full House of 1991, it's because we've got Amy Eden in the show. <laughs> How are you going? I'm all right. How are you? She's a bit confused at the moment. I think she's a bit confused by our shenanigans. We, we were putting it on as soon as she came here. <laughs> I'm getting educated. <laughs> yeah. um, and you just you just told us that you don't follow State Origin at all. Is I this true? D- no, I do. Don't you, don't put me under the bus. Oh, you do. Okay. No one, no one will give me any street credit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so should we should we we should this being on this show? Kind of, how many points do you think that this adds to your street credit? Is it like maybe minus ten or <laughs> plus five? How many do you reckon, Baz? What, being a State of Origin fan? No, being on FNQ Originals. Oh, being on FNQ Originals. Wow, you just blew out the top of the chart. Oh, is, mate. I don't know how many points this gives you, but, you know, it's a I lot. I think people be giving Amy the guns on the street. I can, like, I can think I of some know. big numbers, but not that big. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, everyone seemed pretty positive of the video that we did the other day. That was super fun. Yeah, I love your work. And you were, to- you were talking about um, your music knowledge. Or lack thereof. And the lack thereof of your music <laughs> knowledge, which was pretty fun. Um, I don't know. You were dropping some names before that were, you know, pretty informative. I think you know, maybe your music taste Mao isn't Pao. current, but I think you've got music knowledge there. A bit of Mao Power, yeah, a bit of Mao Power. Love arrived. That's my fight song. I go into the if it's council meeting day, going into the chamber. I just pump that in my cruiser, and I get into a zone, and I'm there fighting for the people. Like that's <laughs> just fighting for the people. Fight the power. <laughs> I wondered whether when we were joking around the other day about the term people's princess, whether it should be people's champion. Because I know it's, it's the term the people's princess is a bit Where, where did, where did people's princess come from? Who, who gave you that name? Um, I just got told it a couple of times um, because I was always helping the community and I think it was a reference and I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to say. <laughs> I don't even want to say that loud because I don't deserve that. But I believe it was because I was doing a lot of charity work and helping. Yeah. Before yeah. being a counselor. That's cool. Well, very, very princess-like. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. You know, um, I think me and you were discussing this the other day that people, I don't think people are educated enough to like they don't know much about local politics as much. Turns out, no. It's, it must be interesting for you when you go out there, people. Like when you say you're a city councillor and people sort of say, well, what's that? People should be more aware of what's going on in their community. They should. Yeah, yeah. But as the city councillor or as a councillor, local government, you're the closest to the ground or to the people. Mm. So you get contacted about absolutely everything from medical rebates to health um, and then obviously to rubbish and roads. Yeah, we were talking, joking around about it in the car. <laughs> well, like we could ask her what some of the most weirdest things that people have rang up and asked you about. Like whether 
whether yeah. it's a complaint or you know something that they're inquiring about that you're just like, wow, that's so far out of my purview. Okay, yeah. it's just come to me. Uh, so I get a call from this gentleman, Amy. You're the city councillor. Yes, that's me. Well, I've got a complaint. I'm like, what's 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 up, mate? I've just been down here at Muddy's Playground. I ride my bike all the way from Irville <laughs> and I've gone to the toilet and there's no paper towel for the hand. <laughs> I go, oh, mate, that's not good. Did you let the attendant know at Muddy's Cafe? Are you the local councillor or what? Wow. I was like, yes. So you can deal with it, Amy. I was like, well, consider it done, mate. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yep. You grabbed your little backpack full of paper towel and <laughs> rode your bike. <laughs> the people's princess <laughs> delivering. Paper right. towel. Yeah, we'll, give, we'll give it a round of applause for that one. That's amazing. I was a bit concerned, though, that the people's princess was a bit of a derogatory term. You know, the old yeah, fuddy duddies encounter going, right, settle down, princess. Come on. That's right. That's Stop right. Stop going and on about the paper towel. We've got other issues to talk about. Yeah, because <laughs> when, when we said that and I was editing that, I'm like, hmm. Change it from the people's princess to maybe the people's champion. People's you know. I, I like the princess though. You like embrace the term. Like yeah, but what you could be you're... saying is correct. Without mm. us getting too political on this crazy show. <laughs> no, true. About we don't want, you know. We but don't like want... I said, I'll answer to anything. <laughs> <laughs> so we're just going to call you Gavin from now on. It's Gavin now. So. <laughs> Well, That's one, a terrible name. Well, yeah, well, exactly. Sorry, Gavin. It opens doors. Sorry to the Gavins. My, my friend has a, a large poodle called Gavin. <laughs> oh, there he goes. I've never heard of a poodle called Gavin before. I think Keith is up there with um, names that are strange and out of date. But anyway. We just lost two of our followers, Joe. Yes, well, that's okay. Two Keiths out there, I don't care. But anyway, tell us um, – tell us you so you were a social worker before you started. Correct. Yeah, so you were telling me about, you know, how you got – brought in as a into politics, mm. um, you know, and that's something that you, you know, thought that you'd ever get into doing. Well, yeah, never aspired, never followed the local councillors, let alone state or feds, just on the ground, rolling up my sleeves and getting stuff done. And then when I got asked, I said no straight away. And then it <laughs> God damn it, no. <laughs> and um, the mayor said, you don't have to answer straight away. And I said, I just did, mate. He's like, well, think about it. I'm like, there's nothing to think about. And obviously, over 18 months, he kept asking. Yeah. And I obviously changed my mind. And it was a real David and Goliath, but I got there. The David and Goliath story. Yep. I do like the David and Goliath stories. Do you? I do. Well, because, you know, you, you've got to wonder that, that the Goliath is the one that's walking around with the uh, ice latte thinking, <laughs> yeah, I got it. I got this. I got this. Yeah, walking around with the aviator sunglasses pointing to people in the street going, yeah, and that's the, me. And then the people's princess comes in and wins That's it. right. You know, with the karate moves, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we, this is going to sound really exciting. Not. We had the Electoral Commission in Queensland come and do a bit of a presentation after the state election, same year, 2020, and they said, we've never seen data like this before and they were trying to make us excited and we're like, yeah. And they're like, COVID has had unprecedented impacts on our data. It's unbelievable. If you were an incumbent, you had a 99% chance, the data shows us, of getting back in. Well, guess what? I've been an incumbent. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, there yeah. We go. Give it up. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's kind of um, uh, interesting when, again, like going back to saying that most people – 
sort of don't know what's going on, whether in the country, but at least in their in their um, area, you know, and understand their rights as people to be able to come to someone like you and say, well, this is what I think and all that sort of stuff, which is cool. Um, it is it it it's something that people should be aware of. I think for sure that you know they have that sort of thing because the interestingly over the last say f- five or six years when it's coming to you know music and cultural arts, I think Cairns is one of the stronger ones. Coming from Newcastle, um, I was in with the Newcastle City Council when I was part of their Renew group down there, and everything was um, very split and fragmented and stuff like that. They didn't. Some believe that arts wasn't wasn't um, important. Yeah, well, that's that's right. Arts wasn't important. You know, I, Queensland's. Um, I forget when I come back. You know, with things like um, arts grants and stuff like that, I actually forget about all that stuff because that stuff didn't happen in New South Wales. Like, mm. it's not as as readily available. I guess. Um, do you think that the the future of um, the growth that uh, Kansas had as far as its arts and cultural we were talking about the other day do you think that that will continue to go on do you think it do you think it will absolutely yeah we've been feeding the pipeline as of the state and the feds with all the different funding opportunities but we need more funding opportunities because we've we've just got such opportunity here and such potential that really needs to be nurtured and given an opportunity to keep growing Mm. we've got amazing amazing talent but yeah absolutely yeah, because my mum works at the Tanks Art Centre, which is obviously part of regional services and stuff. And with the Tanks and CPAC and um, Martin Monroe. Monroe Park as the new, you know, triad of venues and stuff, I've been noticing a lot of the music groups that people are complaining about um, that these sort of venues are, um, are underrating the littler venues, I guess. Which I don't, I don't, I don't agree. But they're, they're saying that that with services like this, that makes that makes it that. If I am I getting it right, what you mean? Like they're stealing the big shows, and the and the other venues aren't getting a chance to. Yeah, we, which is difficult to talk to about because obviously that's not how it was in previously, especially in the last twenty five years. If you think about places like Jono's and stuff, those sort of the venues that actually had those. Yeah. People not respecting the fact that we actually have things like the tanks and Martin Runway Park now. Do you think it's kind of just sour grapes? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I think <laughs> I so think too. we're lucky to have a lot of the venues that we do have and they, they put on good shows. I've been trying to put together a gig guide every week and there's just so many gigs going on. I, yeah. I can't. I don't have the time to sit there and write it all down. So, mm. Wow. Um, there's just music happening every night of the week. In I heard yeah. um, that – the Barrier Reef Hotel had some great live tunes when the boat, the cruise liner was in. Oh, right. Yeah. And uh, all the tourists there were just loving it. They're like, the Cairns rocks. Mm. This is so good. They, yeah. The Great Barrier Reef has been a strange one. I think they've had a number of different owners that have done a number of different random things over time. It's definitely um, the location of where it is is, is good. Mm. But um, Love the Great Barrier Reef. Yeah. Yeah, so good. Yeah. But speaking of funding, we were down the Cairns Esplanade tonight. Mm-hmm. Where they got all the new look, everything Dying looks briefing. amazing. And Joel mentioned that you had a hand in that, Amy. In the Esplanade Renewal Project you were talking about the other yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, the um, nearly $30 million um, project. We had a steering committee as the divisional council. I get to be on that steering committee. All the big decisions go to whole of council. But it was 
such a great learning opportunity and I love a bit of design myself. I've contemplated, you know, doing architecture and stuff. So it was <laughs> really, really great. But it was really good because you get to talk to the people, as in the everyday people, and start getting their feedback and then you just take that in with the meetings and you're seeing where you can, you know, fly the flag and, yeah, deliver what they want. It must be pretty rewarding to see the final product come out like it did. I have to say, yeah, I had um, my surrogate parents, like their, you know, long-time family friends, they came up early this year and that was the, really the first time I saw it, I think, as a tourist. They, they got photos mm. in the middle of the, the road and then with the big green wall and, oh, my God, it just like hit me. I was like, I am so proud that I can tell this story and I had a real uh, real opportunity to, for input. It was so cool. Well, I did see on Instagram your photos of being on the big eye thing. Oh, which, the reef eye. With the reef eye, which you went on yeah, literally went on an hour ago or yeah, something. Yeah, it was great. You um, took your daughter on it. Yeah. yeah, I think it might be better during the day, though, because you look out to the left and there's, like, blackness of the sea. Mm. And then the right, you've got a few lights in the city and whatever, but I think it would be much better in the daytime. Yeah. I can tell you that really early, middle of the day, late in the afternoon and even at night, it all is on point. Mm. Yeah, because yeah, I, I was looking at your photos going, hang on, where did she shoot those? <laughs> I've never seen them. And then I realised that obviously the reef I had been put in was just cool, so... It's all um, about perspective. It is. All right, why don't we go to another song and then we'll come back and we'll chat to Amy after this. This one's Georgia May with Gentle. Um, we've got a quiz coming up. and Oh, we do. I the, don't. Don't do it. <laughs> uh, it's going to be – apparently this is Barry Amy doing loves, this. Amy loves trivia. She's, I'm she's always right the one, into it. I'm always the one that puts Barry on the spot and he's he said to me that it's his turn for the quiz tonight. So this is super mega duper music quiz. So get your music yeah, knowledge. Oh, no, actually, I, I've gone a different route tonight. It's some local knowledge, so put in your local knowledge. This is the Barry Co. quiz of life. That's yeah. called the yeah. Barry Co. It's going to be great. We're going to have fun. <laughs> On my parents you listen to, to FNQ Originals. We'll be back soon. Can I think about how it was 10,000 years ago? It all went up in smoke just like that. Every house, every car, everyone. Everything was gone. Did I lose all hope? No, it didn't even cross my mind. Am I being morbid? Is my imagination haunted? Everywhere I look, like a picture from a book. Everything abundant, the energy was stunning. Yeah. 
you're now listening to FNQ Originals. You are listening to FNQ Originals.
FNQ Originals. You are listening to FNQ Originals. But you don't need to know how special you are You're my shiny star We met again in my dreams Melting like ice cream Close my eyes Now I see you, see you I think you're lovely Guess I got lucky Too good to be real So let's not be real Like wheels on your holly Sunset in Bali With your arms around me, around me That was great. That was Aaron Foster with Lovely. We were just in deep discussion about what makes you local in in Cairns. So we, I kind of didn't realize that the song was finished. We also had Nature with back. Skin Deep and uh, Georgia May with Gender. But we have Amy Eden on the show. Yeah. Give it up for Amy. Did you like my voice just then? I didn't. Uh, no. Um, it was worth an air horn, but. And I do that because Amy's into um, Lauren Hill, and we'll give it. <laughs> Um, Proudly. Yeah. <laughs> but the question is, what what makes you a local, Joel? Like, um, well, I moved here when I was ten. I've been in and out of the city over the last 
30 so years, but I know it as well as any local, you know. Yeah, so, I think you're a local. Yeah. Amy, you're a local. I'm almost a local. No. I wasn't born here. I've been here. I don't I don't feel you have to be born here. Like Does I wasn't I wasn't all... born here, but I've spent most of my life here. My family's been here for mm. X number of generations. Well, all your ba- yeah, all your family your, your whole family was born here, you know. So oh, no, well, your, your a bunch family. of the rest of them were, but yeah. my parents happened to be in Adelaide but at the time. I'm worried about the term almost a local means that you have one foot out the door. No, like, definitely not. <laughs> no, that's I think like I'm here, but Amy's I? got both feet planted firmly in I the do, community garden. In here. her pink shoes. I do. In, in the, the pink shoes. In the Garden of Eden. <laughs> in the Garden of Eden with the pink shoes. Um so cancer well we explained it in the video about you were saying about cancer council said that you know, you see the pink shoes in, in Instagram and social media. <laughs> so I was very happy about that because then I thought tax deduction. <laughs> And did you sing it's it part when of you your did uniform. it? Oh, that was in my mind. Well, was did that, that in a monologue? <laughs> that was the inner monologue. That was like <laughs> Everybody loves a good tax deduction. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, well, we were just chatting in before. We were talking about, you know, I think people um, in general are kind of um, wary or scared or don't know the processes of actually being active in the community, whether it's regardless of what it is, whether it's arts and culture or um, even just sporting events and things that they can actually contribute to the community. Um, how many? How much? What percentage? I guess do you get people ringing you up asking you about? You know, how can I get involved? How, how can I get involved? Oh, geez, I can't put a number on it. But is it a lot? It's a lot. Oh, good. Um, and I've, I'm not, I'm, I'm tech challenged. I have said that before. Yeah. But I think if you can make it easy, and I haven't made an app. I'm sure someone has or someone could. But people want to help, but they often don't know how and they want it to be easy because generally we're pretty time poor. So if there was a way that you could um, find out what opportunities there were for some people that can't even think about that Mm. and how they can do it really quickly. But I guess because we don't have that or I don't know about that app or that, I don't know, facility, I just ask people, what are you passionate about or what are you really interested about? And then get them having a conversation and go, right, well, there's these organisations or you talk to this person or I start just directing them to where they can try and find out how they can help out. It might be Meals on Wheels. It might be Rosie's um, for the homeless, food for the homeless. It could be being a volunteer at the Courthouse Gallery. Okay. Yeah. So what do you think is the, um, for people in Cairns in general, what do you think is the most popular request of helping out in the community? What, what do you think is, do people just like, would it be disability and mental health or, you know, what what would what is the most requested kind of information you get for people wanting to help? Um, I have found that people really like to help uh, animals. Okay. Or children. Oh, there you go. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, any photographer will say, don't work with babies and animals because that's the <laughs> hardest thing, but that's where people really, really do want to help. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, I suppose people are quite passionate about um, – you know. People love their pets. That's yeah. right. And Yaps, which is um, out in Smithfield, they do dog walking. So you can volunteer and be a dog walker. Okay. And mm-hmm. so, you know, for someone who really loves dogs but can't have a dog because they live in an apartment or they travel a lot, that's a really great way to help the community and get your animal fix. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Now, say Barry Coe, right? Mm-hmm. Barry Coe is a, an established insurance broker. He's, a, he's an insurance broker. 
He owns an insurance broken company. That's look the, the word guru gets thrown out <laughs> a lot, but uh, yeah. let's let's not go there. Yeah, not the love guru, not not um, not <laughs> Mike Myers. Um, you don't yeah. want Mike Myers any relevance to Mike. Anyway, Myers. where are we going with this? Well, I'm I'm thinking like if you were to say look at Barry and his you know his strong family life and that he owns a business in town and one day he decided that he was going to run for office, what would he need to do? What apart from say having someone come up and say you should be in the office. What would Barry need to do to get into office? I'm pretty good at paperwork. Oh, yeah? I'll just let you know that straight up front. You need a form filled out. <laughs> Working in insurance, <laughs> I can fill out forms like nobody. So. Uh, well, there you go. So that's part of the part of the thing. But you've got to have broad shoulders, thick skin. You're going to get abused. Hmm. I'm uh, out. <laughs> <laughs> I am so out. No, okay. Yeah. You, you're going to have people lie to you. Um, but, you know, equally flip it over. Look for the positives because there are so many. You're going to touch people's lives in ways that you just would never imagine. A lady, unfortunately, her younger brother died unexpectedly and she wanted to, you know, the family wanted to do something to honour him and his favourite park was Gumbora Park. So we got a tree and they got to plant it. And of, although there's no plaque because we have a no plaque policy, yep. it meant so much to them. And then I made a phone call a couple of weeks later because it was Easter time and it was the first Easter without the brother just to check in. When you get to have that opportunity, yeah, right, you can't get that being an insurance broker, sorry, but you can't. <laughs> <laughs> you get to really impact people's lives and, yeah, that's so that's, good. That's amazing. That, that was a burn. That was an Eden burn right there for you. <laughs> From the People's Princess right there. No, but that sounds like something pretty fulfilling part of your job that, you know, you get to do something like that. There's definitely a lot of job satisfaction, definitely. I'm sure there's a lot of things that bring you no satisfaction, but then there's things like that where you're like, this is why I do it. Outweighs, yeah. yeah. And that's something that we've discussed, me and Barry have discussed all year, is about living your best life and this mantra of that all year. And I feel like I've kind of gotten to that. Like I feel like I've been trying to implement that as much as I can. You're on the right track. Yeah. Like I quit smoking. Like I've been what almost three months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we yes. go. Um, I'm over the I'm over the hump. Now I'm gonna now I'm just gonna like try and lose weight and. Um, you can do it. I can do it. But talking about living here, and I when I first moved up here, I started with a prominent disability company up here. Like I just went straight into the job. I realized it wasn't what I wanted to do, and I was yeah, I was just like I can't. I can't do this. Isn't because well, because I was on. I was the company I was with before was quite a smallish company, and I I had job satisfaction because the management that I used to um, work for, like I was quite close with them. So it it and because it sort of grew as I was there, and I felt like I was doing a lot working with you know disability and working with um, you know child services and that. Whereas then I was sort of came up here and I wasn't doing that. I was sort of just sitting in front of a computer and I was like, this isn't what I want to do. And But that job satisfaction is, you know, that, that has to be important. We've been talking about that. Yeah. You know. It's paramount. Yeah. And so, I ask you, Barry, do you have job satisfaction? I was just thinking the same thing. Do you love filling out forms, Barry? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but I'm really good at it. And that brings its own sort of satisfaction, I suppose. But um, uh, I'm pretty satisfied in my job as a radio co-host. I can tell yeah. you. Yeah. Yes. This has been pretty fulfilling since we've been doing this. Well, that's but, um, good to hear because uh, I was like, I this um, when you were talking about the way that you got sort of into politics, that's exactly what I did with Barry <laughs> in the show. I sort of said, 
He um, harassed me for 18 months. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, it was kind of like, oh, um, I got in. I was like, oh, man, I want to do community radio and I think you should do it with me. And he's like, I don't no want to do, do it. I'm like, all right, man, I'll just leave it with you. And then I came in and I did the, the training. And he's like, how's it going? I was like, yeah, it's good, yeah. And then um, when I finally got this show, when I posted it on Facebook, he's like, all right, I've decided that I've decided I want to be in the show. And I'm like, dude, I already filled out all the paperwork with your name on it. You were already going to be doing the show. He stole the paperwork from me. Though. Yeah, yeah. I was like, that, that was what it was. Um, that I'd already decided that he was doing the show anyway. But after the first show, he was like, yeah, it's. I'm in. Really, yeah, that's right. I'm well, in. Anyway, I have to go right to an ad and we'll be back shortly with Amy Eden. You'll listen to FNQ Originals. Stick around. You're listening to FNQ Originals. We'll be right back. FNQ Originals, showcasing the best music from around North Queensland, here on Ken's FM 89.1. I'm Joel Desky Devereux. You're listening to FNQ Originals. We're here with Amy Eden. Yeah! <laughs> uh, it, is, it has been a very chatty show. It has been, and I blame Barry. We've been um, chatting. But, uh, but we're just having a quick chat about um, what we see Cairns in the next five years and you were saying about, especially with young people, would like to have more access to things like music gigs and things like All that. All ages shows. All ages shows. Now, I actually know a bit about this. Background scoop. I do. I know a little bit. Well, because obviously um, I know people that obviously put on events and they've told me that it's hard to – um, to have all ages shows because obviously it's hard to um, stop alcohol from being bring, brought into the venues um, because that just happens. It gets or snuck having in an alcohol section and a that's all right ages section. And you know, it just and that's right. So they they can't tell who's getting if people getting drinks in the venue and all that sort of stuff, and it makes it quite difficult. And we had a, a discussion about this um, with with the Elixir Bar in. Cans, yeah. which has gone alcohol free, zero alcohol. Mm. There's a, I've just when I relocated from Newcastle, there's about eight zero alcohol bars um, down there. Oh wow, um, which is pretty yeah, because cool. New, Newcastle's quite progressive now. Because during the Renew Newcastle project that I was a part of, um, these buildings, I pushed for um, fiber optic to be put through that whole Cairns, uh, Newcastle city in 2014, I think it was. And eventually it did. So it meant 500 megabits up and down throughout the whole, through that whole section of the city. So everyone. Did you understand that? I didn't. Okay. Well, you probably, you probably uh, being tech. Well, it basically means it's super fast internet, which meant that people like web uh-huh. designers, um, uh, app designers, all that, all from Melbourne, all moved up to Newcastle because very cheap um, to to have your business because it didn't matter where you were. So that meant that the whole push with that, you know, progressive laneway culture and all that sort of stuff started to leak in in Newcastle. And all of a sudden we were getting like these cool pop-up bars and everything that was coming along. So it was kind of interesting. Then you had the blue-collar RSL workers that only listened to ACDC <laughs> and um, said that if you don't like Barnsley, then you're a dork. They use words like dork. Who oh, uses right. dork anymore? I don't know. <laughs> Oh my God, I haven't heard it for like decades. Why are you looking at Amy when you say that? (laughs) (laughs) I was looking for clarification. Uh, I think you're the first person to use it in the last... Decade. (laughs) Decade. Decade. (laughs) (laughs) There's a word. There's a word. Um, So, Barry, have you got something for us? I've got a quiz. You have a quiz? I've taken over the quiz. Barry has got the quiz and Amy's really um, scared. 
about the quiz. I'm not and answering the quiz anymore. Yes, yeah, yeah, you're yeah, part yeah. of the quiz. No. This is this is Amy versus Joel in the quiz. Oh my god. The fun <laughs> quiz. <laughs> you like that quiz music? Brought to you by Barry Fresh Pork Products. Yes. They are finger licking moist. There we go. Finger licking moist. It's been a while since we've done an actual quiz. Yeah, we um Why would you save it for when I'm here? <laughs> Well, normally we, normally we do some sort of music-themed quiz, but tonight, since Amy's here, I thought we'd do a, a bit of local knowledge. Yeah, that's cool. It occurred to me a few weeks back, I thought, you know, sometimes we live in places that, and every place has a name, but we don't know where these names come from. True. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> like, you think about the suburbs of Cairns, where do these names come from? A lot of them are Aboriginal words, which oh, is cool. But what Actually, are those, I could lose this. I don't what know do those words it. mean? So I've um. Okay, yeah. I've got a question. Then I'm going to take over for a sec. Yeah. Did, okay, now you can ask it. Did you know that Manura used to be called Enmore Estate? Oh wow! Like Enmore there Street. Correct. And you, Enmore you just News Agency. One of my, no, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I was always wondered why it's called Enmore Agency News yeah. Agency. Or Enmore Street's up the road, but it used to be called Enmore Street. Yeah, well, I lived on Enmore Street. There you go. <laughs> I lived on Enmore Street. So there was a bit of a push yeah. with the whole bad publicity for Manura uh, to rename it back to Enmore Estate. Mm, okay. To drop that 3M, you know, that mm. M. I love yeah, well, 3M pride all the way. Yeah, to yeah. prepare this quiz, I've done a little research into all the names of the suburbs and where they come from and those sort of things. Mm. And, I, and I think the M suburbs do get a bad rap, but, you know. Well, you I, live in an M suburb. I think we need to change that tonight because I've lived in an M suburb, Mirabelle, for most of my life, just about. Mm. So, and I think it's the W suburbs that are a bit dodgy <laughs> in Cairns. We should throw some aspersions <laughs> their way. <laughs> I'm looking at you, Whitfield, in Westcourt. <laughs> Worry. No, let's yeah. be positive. <laughs> no, yeah, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. The, the W suburbs are just fine. I'm, I'm, I'm joking. But the, the M suburbs are just fine too. So. <laughs> We just had 50 viewers drop off. All right, show okay. me. Show, all, right, um, all right, bring it in, bring it in, bring it in. All right, before we get started, though, I've just decided the prize for tonight. Oh, dear. Because you two are considered almost locals. <laughs> the prize <laughs> for tonight, whoever gets the most right will be deemed a certified Cairns local for yes, life. Yes. On behalf happy. of FQ Originals and Cairns FM, you will be a certified local. Okay. All right. That sounds, that sounds amazing. <laughs> Too good to be true. Yeah, I, I don't, right. I'm not exactly sure how we go with this, but um, so I'm going to read out the question, and before you answer, just jump in with your name. That'll be your buzzer. You say Joel. Oh, we're doing buzzer Andy. stuff. Yeah. Uh, okay. So don't just jump in with the answer because you're going to. Can I use the word Keith? Yeah, or sure. Gavin. Joel can be Keith. Okay. And Amy can be Amy. All right. Yes. All right. We're going to start off a little easy one. Which can suburb is named after a small type of house, usually a single story with a sloping roof? I'm going to say Canimbla. No, you got to use your buzzer. you got to say Keith. <laughs> Keith. Canimbla. No, I don't know. No. Come on. I thought this was an easy one. Uh, really? I'll give you a little bit more time. It's named after a small type of house. Starts with a B. Babinda. A bit closer to home. Amy. Sorry, Amy. <laughs> Amy. People's princess. Uh... B. B. <laughs> <laughs> you look at me going, I'm like shaking my head. I, I can't even think. Hang on, hang on. No, if you could just think of. Um, it's not far from Westcourt, we'll say. Oh, bungalow. Uh, bungalow. Yeah. One point to Amy. Fantastic. 
I started with that one. I thought you guys would get that straight away. Oh, my God, yeah, that's a little shack. I know. That's the stupidest thing ever. I blame Keith. The Um, suburb name actually comes from The Bungalow, which is the residence of Archdeacon Joseph Campbell, an Australian clergyman and agriculture (laughs) entrepreneur. How far we have fallen. That's right. (laughs) 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 All right, let's go. Let's go. All right, okay, next question. Which Cairns suburb derives its name partly from a suburb in Greater Western Sydney? Oh, God. Keith or Amy, jump in when you're ready. I'm trying to think of like suburbs in Western Sydney. It's the home of an NRL team. Keith. Keith. Parramatta. Is that right? What's the name of the suburb? Parramatta Park, Amy. Amy got it. Parramatta Park. Yeah. Yeah. Keith is pretty stupid, just (laughs) FYI. All right, bit of trivia here. (laughs) Parramatta was named by the. Darug people who lived in the area before European settlement regarded the area as rich in food from the river and forest. They named the area Parramatta, which means eel and place. Actually means eel. Yeah, that's why they're the Parramatta Oh, it's the, the Parramatta never knew eels. That. There you go. Never knew that. There you go. So, um, Amy's winning. Amy's got two points. Keith, you've got zero. Oh, boom, boom, thank boom, God. Boom. You're embarrassing all the Keiths out there. I John. am. I am. Okay, the next three questions. One at a time, please. <laughs> <laughs> these, these, these three questions are linked, though, and you'll see why at the end of it. Which suburb was named after Royal Australian Navy vessel, which was in turn named Keith. after a town in South Australia? Whitfield. And Manura. Wrong. Amy's got it. Oh, she didn't use a buzzer, but... Oh. That's all she did. No, no. That, no, fine. I didn't. That's a fine. We'll, we'll give you that one. Manura. The name is believed to be derived from an Aboriginal name for a spring or water. Oh, sick. Yep. Yeah. There you go. I'm pumped. Manura. So that's three points, Amy, zero points for And that Keith. was even outside of my division. Mm. Mm. <laughs> All right, next question. Which suburb derives its name from the sister ship HMS Manura? Uh, the sister ship of the HMS Manura. The ship was named after an Aboriginal word meaning place near water. I keep thinking Mel, Amy. I keep thinking Melville, but it's not because that's not in Cairns. No, so the it's the sister ship of the HMAS Manura. Mm. So what's the sister suburb of Manura? Mananda, Keith, Mananda. Keith, oh, Keith's yeah. got it. Mananda. I'm doing. A I told you these I'm questions doing, were linked. Three and pride. I'm doing um, hip hop um, flavored gestures right now. Just I don't know why they're flavored, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> The ice coffee. <laughs> Next question. Which suburb is named from an Aboriginal word meaning meeting of the waters? Trinity Park. Remember these three questions are linked, okay? Mirable, Amy. Amy, Mirable. <laughs> is it Mirable? She got a buzzer after uh. the answer. <laughs> <laughs> Amy is a To the Jurassic Park theme. I don't know. I don't know why we did that, but anyway. <laughs> I haven't seen Jurassic Park. Oh God! <laughs> I saw the new Jurassic Park yesterday. Actually, it was. Oh, did you? Oh, there's a new one. Yeah, yeah. it's like the twelfth movie or something. I don't know. Yeah. So Amy's got twelve movies to watch. <laughs> it's like it's like what movies hasn't Amy watched? Have you oh, ever seen Pulp Pulpless. Fiction? <laughs> You've never seen Pulp Fiction. All right, I think we're getting off the track here. Let's stay, <laughs> let's stay on track with this quiz. 
We got four points to Amy and one point to Joel Keith. <laughs> Joel Keith. Which suburb is named after G after? Hang on, I can't read my own writing here. Which W suburb is named after a geographical feature located above in the Lamb Mountain Range? Amy, Keith. wait, White Rock. Oh, uh, Whitfield, sorry, Mount Whitfield. I was going to say <laughs> Tony Danza. Because who really is the boss? Amy got it first. It was White Rock. Why is it a Tony Danza? <laughs> it's not Tony. No, Why? None of the answers are Tony Danza, okay? I'm just okay, I think this is the first time I've ever even remotely come close to, well, I think to, to winning the quiz. Oh, is there one more? No, we, we got four more. Here we go. Four more? <laughs> Are you serious? Well, if we stop talking about Tony Danza, we can get through these, okay? What about Bob Saget? No. <sighs> May you rest in peace. Okay. Which W suburb is named after the mountain it is built around? The mountain features Amy. a number of colourful walking tracks. Amy. Now, Whitfield. Whitfield, yes. Next question. <laughs> we can whip through this. Am I meant to be that competitive? <laughs> oh, <laughs> we know. Yes. yes. It's, it's all coming out now. <laughs> we see it's the real all way. coming back to me. All right. Which W suburb is named for the Aboriginal word that refers to young persons near or at waterways? Amy. Amy. Worry. Worry. Well done. How many w I was going to say Walter Matthau. Was it, was it Walter Matthau? Tell me it was Walter Matthau. No, it's not Walter Matthau. It's not Walter Matthau. I think Joel's thrown this quiz. <laughs> I don't even know what he's going on about. <laughs> but right. I'm going to be a local. Uh, you are, you are. I'll, I'll I, still think, have I my think it's foot. like eight points, Amy, and zero points to keep. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you need to get one correct. Okay, the next, the last three questions. These are beach suburbs, all right? Okay. Which Cairns beach suburb derives its name from the Aboriginal word meaning at the foot of the rainbow? Oh, Joel. Um, Ellis Beach? No. It starts with a K. Amy Kawara Beach. Super competitive Amy gets it. Yeah, but I guessed it before you gave out the letter. <laughs> you say you, no, you throw, I Alice throw you under the bus. Okay, Threw next question. Which Kent's beach suburb is named after a word meaning a group of three people or things? Amy. Amy. Trinity Beach. Yes. Correct. <laughs> All right, we have one last question. Which Cairns Beach suburb was named by a Yorkshire-born fisherman named George Lawson? Joel. Joel. Yorkie's knob. Correct. Oh. I was going to say, who's Joel? Are jo you kidding? Who's Joel? <laughs> Keith. Sorry, Keith. Yeah. Keith got that one. The suburb is mostly lie lowering with the exception of a prominent hill rising to 60 metres on the coast at its point. Yorkie's oh, that was the Barry Co. quiz. <sighs> Brought to you by Samuel Jackson. And congratulations, Amy. You are deemed a certified Cairns local from here on out <laughs> for the rest of eternity. It was totally worth making my way <laughs> down here on a Sunday night. <laughs> and you thought you were no good at tri uh, trivia. That's First time. The first time ever. I just avoid quizzes like the plague. <laughs> So we're not, we're not going to see Amy eating at trivia nights around the community? I'm happy, I'm, or will we? I'm, or will we? I'm happy to be a helper, you know, picking up the pencils or checking the, <laughs> the scorecards or whatever, but I am not going to be answering the questions. <laughs> I don't know. After tonight, we might have sparked a new hobby for mm. you. Mm. In, yeah, all your, in all your spare time, I'm sure there's mm. plenty as long of spare time. As they have a host like you that just 
you know, feeds feeds the answers. Feeds the answers. Uh, no, you didn't feed the answers. You, you did well. Oh, thank you, thank you. You did well. Well done, Barico, for his first quiz. Well, we 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 should talk about just quickly. Um, you know, we were talking about people being more involved in the community, and if we were to, you know, look look at you know ways of getting more into the community, people obviously will need to be more involved, I guess. But, you know, do you think it's just because people are scared or people just don't know? If we were to, as a community radio station, you know, give out tips of ways that people to be able to – what would be your top three tips? I think we talked about this, but we didn't say it on air. So what would the top three tips for be? Um, make it make it easy. Yeah. As easy as possible. Yeah. Um, and provide as much information without being overwhelming. Yep. So people can make a judgment if they want to do that or not. Yep. And the third tip would be a bit of variety, different strokes for different folks. So um, cover a broad range of opportunities. Okay. Yep. Yep, cool. And um, and how do you see Cairns faring as far as arts and culture in the next five years? We've got, we're going places. We're going places? Yep. They're going to call this the new Las Vegas? No, we're aspiring to be the art and culture capital of Northern Australia, which is huge because we want to, you know, make sure that we pimp... Townsville. Um, Alice Springs. Okay. And Northern and Darwin. Yep. So in Northern Australia, we want to be the place. So is, hang on, is Townsville classed as Northern Australia? Yep. Okay. But Townsville, Cairns, it's always going to be Cairns out on top, <laughs> isn't it? Hey, look, in terms, no, no, in terms of arts and culture, Cairns has got Townsville pit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah okay, I'm sorry. Townsville is maybe having a little bit of a run. It is. Have you seen the new football stadium there? No. Well, they built it. It's right in the city. It's awesome. We went down and watched the Cowboys Who game. built it? The uh, state government. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like it's. But it, I understand why the state government built it because it's perfect for Townsville because they've got this stadium that's literally a walk away from the city. They have like a restaurant, um, basically the same as what they do in Brisbane. So they had Caxton Street. Imagine um, what we could have. In 10 years, Townsville have received a billion dollars more than cans. Oh, wow. In funding. Okay. So can you imagine what our arts and culture capital would look like if we had mm. an extra billion dollars? So what you're saying is that we should start a fight club <laughs> with people from Townsville. Just <laughs> no, that's not what she's saying. <laughs> that's not what I'm No, saying. but I'm misconstruing what, what the government official saying, that we should go down and just start start brawls with um, people in the arts no, we and love culture. people in Townsville. <laughs> Because we're FQ Originals, we reach right across no, the far right. north Queensland. No, but, but I was impressed by by that whole setup. I thought it was pretty awesome. And a rising tide lifts all boats, my friends. So we <laughs> we lift each other up. Yeah. And in turn, we lift cans up. But that is amazing. Just hearing that stat that a billion dollars in funding gone into towns. Just in the last ten years. Just in the last ten years, and like a lot of people will say, football stadium. What do we need that for? But it's a multi-purpose venue. They've had concerts there. Correct. It's not just for football. Yeah, all sorts of sports can be played there and, and different events as well as Yeah, you know, they've worked it off the principle events. of Brisbane because it really yeah. – that's what it reminded me of. The stadium itself, it even reminded me of, of Suncorp Stadium Yeah, and being so close to the city, that, that little walk. Before we go, but well, I have to bring up, I was having a conversation about the scooters last night. Those scooters, have you seen those scooters in Townsville? Oh, we were – Barry's like, let's jump on the scooters and I'm like, okay. They're almost within five minutes, someone almost pushed me off into the off the bridge into the, into the water. <laughs> what do you mean, well, someone? As in well, it's these two girls that were drunk coming the other way. Fired past us. I'm, I could hear them screaming, "Get out of the way!" 
and I had nowhere to go. I had go out onto the main highway with these people or fall over the edge into the water. Into the water, and it wasn't. It, they missed me, and then they almost hit a friend of ours and almost knocked him into the water. And then I'm like, hang on, how are these things legal? Well, people are riding them and just dumping them. Hey, they're super fun, but I don't think they're super safe. No, they won't last, I don't think. I, I don't know if there's plans to bring them into cans. but um. <laughs> We have been approached multiple times and um, we're just not in a space to do that yet. We're waiting for the, some legislation to change. It needs yeah. to, yeah, it's a bit wild. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they're probably safe in the right sort of environment. But Yeah. 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 Well, we're going to say goodbye to Amy. Thank you, Amy. Thank you for having me. Thank great. you for an awesome week. It's been great with video filming and yeah, talking and all that sort of stuff. Officially a Cairns local too. That's amazing. That's well right. done on your achievement. Thank you. <laughs> we all should right. have brought a plaque. All right. all right, we'll say goodbye to Amy. We're going to go to Vancouver Sleep Clinic with the flow and we'll be back shortly here on FNQ Originals. FNQ Originals, showcasing the best music from around North Queensland here on Cairns FM 89.1. There's a place I go where the flowers never grow When I just want to drown in the sun Let the planet slow, it's out of my control In the hands of the current that comes And my strength is wearing thin, but I'm never caving my caution to the
listening to FNQ Originals. the life of the is Ashley from All Aussie Music and you're listening to FNQ Originals on Cairns FM 89.1. You are listening to FNQ Originals.
That was the belligerence with nine out of nine times out of ten, and we also had Juno, all the kids, um, and Vancouver Sleep Clinic with the flow. I'm Joel Debsky Devereaux. You're listening to FNQ Originals, whether you're listening to us on Sunday night, which is tonight um, from 8 till 10, or if you're listening to us Thursday from 4 till 6 on your drive time, or if you're listening to us on podcasts. Um, thank you very much for supporting Cairns FM. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We just had Amy Eden on the show, which is cool. That was awesome. That was a great chat we had with her. Yeah, yeah. Very interesting to talk to somebody in her position. I'm going to say and apologise on air for not <laughs> for not knowing much about stri- suburbs in Cairns. I honestly knew no. no I, just I, I honestly didn't think that quiz was going to stump you as much yeah, as it yeah, did. Yeah, it did, so. yeah. Yeah, um, I thought some of them were pretty easy, uh, but you know I, I'm the one putting the questions together, so mm-hmm. um, I was not the one facing them. So, oh uh, yeah, I was just like, I anyway, no I think idea. it was fun and educational. Well, it, it was showed fun educational. I think if it showed anything, it showed um, Amy's commitment to knowing about the town. <laughs> well, she didn't think she knew much about trivia, but she nailed pretty much all those questions. She did. Yeah. So, so that's what it was all about: showcasing our guest that's and right. making a fool. And the other uh, of the host of the show. <laughs> well, that's nothing new, making a fool of us. That's right. That's right. Oh, here we go. We've got feature artists this week. FNQ Originals feature artist. Feature artist. Oh, it's been a bit since I've done the uh, feature artist, but I've decided that we're going to do it again this week because I um, – I realised I'm going to leave, sort of break up the top five because obviously otherwise we just burn through all the music. Um, yep. We've got Fruit Boy. Fruit Boy. Yo, Fruit Boy. We've got Fruit Boy. Yo, Fruit Boy. Who are we talking about? MC Pirate. MC Pirate. He's, um, his music video dropped this week, which was cool. That, I just realised that's the noise you're hearing, isn't it? That noise? It's, that's you tapping the desk. Can yeah. everyone hear that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't uh, help it. Yeah, you better. <laughs> <laughs> MC Pirate dropped his music video for this track, Good Times, this week, and I thought we decided we have him as our feature artist because we love Fruit Boy. Yeah, we love PD. He was on the show a few weeks ago. I don't think we, um, we've we had as much fun as that. Yeah. and he's, the freestyle rap. That's right. And his wife, Viv, also making a making a cameo on there. It's good that those two um hitting it oh, up together. Viv has an amazing voice. She shreds, mate. She's like, she's like the Sheryl Crow of our generation. You know what I mean? I think she's better than that. <laughs> <laughs> I just I say that about everything. Our friend today, I was say, what did I say? I said that um, Fear Factory was the Cheryl Crow of metal in the nineties. Yeah, but you could say that about anything. That's <laughs> <laughs> poor Cheryl Crow. She's a part of the job. I know. Um, so we got MC Pirate. Good times. This uh, make sure to go onto YouTube. Check out. They shot it at. Um, it was at um, the Black Bear. No, what's um, Three Bears? Three Wolves. Three Wolves. Was that the same track? I'm sure that it was, was an older track, wasn't it? No, Good Times. Okay. Well, I don't know. It was it was on MRAP. I don't know. I just presumed it was. <laughs> Maybe we've made a mistake. Um, don't blame us. Blame Kevin. Um, Keith. From Keith. Yeah. Anyway, we'll have MC Pirate playing Good Times at the moment. This is uh, Old Mate Fruit Boy. You listen to FNQ Originals. You are listening to F&Q Originals. 
We're just chilling out, trying to keep these raps down. Speeches flowing constantly with that fat sound. Hear this boom bap slap and run for the stage to stand in a mosh pit and jump with your mates. It's that feeling when you're on a board up on a wave. I got a little something to say just for today. Another soul remedy played, the one made fresh. Catch us with a mic singing at a Sunday sesh. Friends said they only did it for the rush they get. Let me know if you're with me, y'all, and just say yes. Never stop, we just keep it moving. Get a lot of what we need from music and what we've been producing. No doubt, it's all love for the team. I hear them shout out peace. I know just what you mean. You want an anthem for that? Then we'll jump on a beat and write something for leave. I got just what you need for some good times. So put your hands up if you're ready We keep it chill like it's 420 Before every performance is for Hennessy Walking towards destiny Got the recipe forming as pure energy See I got love for the vibe of the party We take it back like Doc when he's driving with Marty I don't need no siesta Here's to all the dreams that we won't remember Live and direct from the eco-fiesta Raising awareness for the state of affairs And how we came to repair it Make change in our lifestyle and market the image Harbor a vestige with less carbon emissions Dropping a script on how to live off of the grid For a positive spin on life We gotta exist in true harmony I love you all, don't know what you are to me When you two hearts believe and move past the grief Fruit Boy. MC Pirates. If anyone's wondering why we're saying that, it's because when uh, Pete was on the show, we did did the battle rap thing and he was talking about... What was e- it? Eating fruit in the club. Eating fruit in the club. <laughs> what was it? Was it grapefruit or a pawpaw or something, wasn't it? Pawpaw. Pineapple. <laughs> I can't remember, but... <laughs> so um, it's become a bit of an inside joke. We've been saying it on social media and including um, we did a mock-up version of Yo Fruit Boy. We, we might release that as a T-shirt, I think. I think it would be, be pretty funny. Idea. Yeah. Uh, but just to clarify, so Good Times is a new track from MC Pirate and Viv, and but he did a film clip for Soul Remedy, one of his older songs, um, at Three Wolves. It's, okay. up, it's up on YouTube. So that was the one that he just recently posted. Yeah, he did yeah, okay. post it on Facebook the other day, but it was from from two years ago. Okay, uh, but yeah, for, for 
for those yeah, wondering yeah. what we were saying before the song. Okay, well, so we're struggling <laughs> at the moment, just so you know, because at this present time, me and Barry have gone on a social media blackout because we want to go back to my place after the show to watch the State of Origin. the State of Origin's on and we don't know what, what don't want to know what the score is because we're going to watch the replay afterwards. Yeah. Um, but I reckon <laughs> right now we should have a – what score do you think New South Wales got right now? And I'll guess what Queensland's score is. And we'll, we'll look back and see if we were anywhere oh, close to this. So we're probably well, – Let's it's almost it, well, well. I'm saying that the game should be almost it, over. Well, let's let's predict the halftime score. What do you think the halftime score was? I think it would have been close. I think uh, it probably would have been two converted tries each. Maybe I'd say about twelve all. I think maybe between twelve the two. all. Okay. Yeah, I think New South Wales would have gone over first, and then Queensland maybe a double, and then New yeah, South look, Wales. I, I'm a Queensland supporter, but I think it's probably going to be fourteen to ten. New South Wales to Queensland. Look, so you're just saying that you're saying that saying thinking that Val. Val's not going to be kicking good tonight. Is that what you're saying? Uh, yeah, well, maybe we've scored some in the corner, given him some hard kicks he's missed. You know, he's, so. I, I knocked him a few years ago, but he's pretty awesome kicker. Oh, his kick percentage is right up there That's now. Right. But I, I just think we won the first game. We're probably going to get fast, uh, face tough competition this one. So we're probably going to be a little bit behind at halftime, but I think we'll come back in the second half. I think that if history um, – if history's on anyone's side, it's definitely going to be New South Wales. They've blown out the last. Do to win this game? Or? Oh, no, just they've blown out the last, was it three or four games that they've had over in Western Australia? And Queensland just struggled. Well, yeah, the, that's the other fact to consider. It's not It's not in Queensland or New oh, South yeah. Wales. So, so before so, COVID, I think, what was yeah. it, like 38-6 or something that they wanted? I, I don't remember that one. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we'll get, we'll get back to the music. But, yeah, I think it's probably going to be pretty even, but – I probably have to lean on New South Wales maybe winning, but I feel the vibe out. I'm New South Wales, and I've, I'm, my vibe's a bit out from Freddie Fittler this year. He's been he's dropped a few players that I think it was a mistake. So if they lose, then you know it's just I'm not going to be disappointed because I've been disappointed so many years of being a New South Wales supporter anyway. So <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, anyway, we'll we'll see later what the halftime score is and see how. Close we were. Let's get to our uh, pop-up shows because this has been um, the thing that I'm loving so about the engagement that we get with this show, which is starting to grow. It, it has actually started to grow. Yeah. Is that um, the conversations that I've had this week based on this pop-up show um, thing? So last we're week about we last talked week. about doing some smaller events leading yeah. up to a bigger event at some point, of, like yeah. a festival or, or yeah. something. And so. for the first time – since we've started the show, what was it, seven weeks ago, that this week was the first time I'd actually had proper engagement about something that we've talked about. Oh, wow. So, And I think you're referring to Tender Haven. No. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that was probably the second most talked about topic this week. Uh, I, Sorry. Yes, back- it, it was. It, it, and, and unfortunately it was. I don't know. <sighs> <laughs> You don't know what to make of the Tenderhaven situation. No, we, no, I, I honestly we've don't. We've had so many requests for a second part of our soap opera. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And I, I don't know what to say. Like, I was looking at people weird because I was like, "Hang on, you want you want what? You want me to? You want me to do Tenderhaven again? Yeah, you and Barry should. But when's the next one coming out? I'm like, no, no, it was no a one-time thing. But for those that don't know what we're talking about, welcome. To Tender Haven. <laughs> Hello, Dala. 
<laughs> no, well, we did this thing with George X. Burns last week, which was just a mock Mexican soap opera radio drama. If, and, uh, if anybody wants to listen to it, it's on our podcast. <laughs> um, we're all good podcasts are found. That's right. It's episode, what are we up to? Episode seven of uh, no, Epicure it's Original? No, I think it's, um, yeah, no, eight, seven, no, eight. It's, it's number it's eight. It's the one with George X. Burns anyway. Yeah. So um, the um, Tender Haven Soap opera is about halfway through it. Yeah. So if you want to skip yeah. straight to that, you can. We might post it as a separate thing at oh, some I'm point. Definitely, yeah, we're going to post that this week. We've got um, a bit of a backlog of um, video content. We had a lot of requests for a second part. But anyway, back to what we were talking about, <laughs> which is the pop-up gigs that we were going to do. It was. And interestingly, the Tender Haven thing led – I'm not joking. The Tender Haven thing led on to the pop-up gigs thing. Oh, okay. Because people were like laughing about Tender Haven. Yeah. I was when I was writing the script for Tender Haven, thinking, "What the hell am I doing?" And then before we started, I'm sitting there going, "This is just the stupidest thing ever." It engaged in a way that I hoped it would, and people thought, "Oh, that's that's pretty fun and pretty funny to be listened to," especially having an Jade also, Jade Shook. Yeah, Jade Shook on the came phone. Came on. I hats off to Jade Shook doing it over the phone. Like the three of us, you, me, and Georgia were in the studio. Together. Yeah, yeah. She was on the phone probably somewhere. At, yeah, she's in her house in with her random house roommates or, looking at her going, what the hell is she doing? Yeah. How could you do this to me? <laughs> <laughs> Full body wax. Full body wax. It was the way she said it too. It was like half Ukrainian, half like Ecuadorian. It was like full body wax. Like, oh, it was great. But um, no, no, with the but they were talking about the pop-up shows and a lot of people suggesting venues. Um, which was an interesting one. Um, A common one was popping up, but we're not going to be – we want to try and get maybe some Some, other venue. different places. Yeah, Yeah. I think so. Yeah. We could have it at a different place every month. It would be a true pop-up show popping up different places. That would be logistically difficult. Yes. Yeah, it would be because we need to be able to set up where the PA and everything can be recorded and all that sort of stuff. That's true. So um, interestingly, I was talking about – um, so in the mid two thousands, there was a place called the Green Ant Cantina, yeah, which was very very popular. As um, you know, it was the is it place. still there? Is it no longer? There? Well, it is, but it's called something else. Oh, um, okay. It's got a different name, but apparently it's sort of similar vibe or whatever. And I thought that could be interesting there. Um, but we wanted to do it with somebody that um, obviously we want someone who um, you know that we could be to promote the business. Now we got places like Kiss Tea. Which is um, cool. That's a tea bar. That's part of the Renew Cans project, which okay. um, they had the launch actually with Jade played the launch, and um, right. that'd be kind of cool. Um, people that actually would feel like they could benefit from being a part of doing this. Yeah, we had a suggestion. An artist contacted us during the week. He said, "Hey, I'll play your your pop up shows." Yeah, he really liked the name, the Mustache Wax Sessions. <laughs> Alex. Alex from the Joker Pokers. Yeah. Oh, speaking of Joker, uh, speaking of Alex. Yeah. What do we got? I want we just play the Joker Pokers. You listen to Joker Pokers on FNQ Originals. Gentlemen, all I'm asking you to do now is to witness a demonstration of the possibility of movement fourth dimension. Man's past. This is mainly a grim struggle to survive. 
voices have spoken up. But these rare moments have made the history of man. Time is always on our side. Time is always on our side. Time is always on our side. Time is always on. Sensitive men dying for their dreams. Oh, what? 
There we go with the Joker Pokers. That was the Joker Pokers with time. I really like that track. There you go. The Joker Pokers. It was. Alex Mayer. Very, very cool. And um, we were... I want to talk about Wayne's World. Wayne's World. Wayne's World. Party time. Do you feel like we're like, could be like Wayne's World right now? I feel like we're Wayne's World too. Well, think about community radio or community. No, what were they? Community access TV in the 90s. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And there was like all this weird stuff. And then there was this one weird show that was in it. And they talked about doing a concert. Are you saying we're weird? Well, I'm saying I'm probably. We are weird. Rob Lowe in this situation. <laughs> You're the corporate douchebag. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe I'm not Rob Lowe. Maybe I'm... Uh... You're Wayne and I'm Garth. <laughs> Let's be real. Can you tell me, show me your best Garth impression? Uh, oh, not on the spot. <laughs> not on the spot? <laughs> if she were president, <laughs> she'd be Beaver Hamley. No. <laughs> I can't, she'd give a, a dagger bone. <laughs> Swing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't do a Garth impression. Um, Dana Carvey's pretty, yeah, pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, what were we talking about? So, hey. so anyway, so basically, it was we were talking about doing these pop up shows. Yeah, um, we kind of had this interest. It probably will never happen, but we thought it'd be cool maybe if we did it as a car park session outside of Cairns FM, like they did in the nineties. Remember that movie, The Airheads? Yes, Airheads. With Brendan Fraser and Adam yeah. Sandler. I think that was Adam Sandler. What was Adam Sandler's first movie? Did, didn't they take the radio station hostage? They did. With weapons. And- How, yeah, <laughs> we, but they were fake weapons with chili sauce. But The Lone Rangers. Yeah, that's right. But wait, there's three of you. <laughs> But how cool was that? They set up a stage next to the radio station and everyone came. That's right. Wasn't that their demands? Like set up a stage yeah. and we'll come out and play and yeah, yeah. we want a helicopter to take us away. That's right. Steve Buscemi. Oh, I'm going to have to watch that movie again. Yeah. Well, it was a classic. It was. I um, I think I watched it about a year ago. But it's cool because back then the radio stations were very, very um, – like they were very proactive with the music scenes and stuff, even yeah. back then. Because when did that come out? That would have been 93, 94 that came out? There was that other movie too. Was it about a record store, like Empire Records? Empire Records, yeah. yeah. That was another. Yeah. yeah, I watched that not that long ago actually. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what made me want to watch it, but for some reason I watched it. Um, but, yeah, there, there was it was an interesting time. Was it Liv Tyler? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, or well, Renee Zellweger was Ren- in it too. That's yeah. right. She was in it too. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's a bit long in the tooth, that movie now, I think. Is it? Yeah. You can see that they were just jumping on that whole bandwagon. Okay. Yeah. Because John Cusack did um, – what was the John Cusack mu- music one that they did? Oh, yeah. Was it Say Anything? When no. he stood at the boombox up like that uh, with Phoebe Coates. Uh, we can't look at our phones. Anyway, getting tr- off track. <laughs> Talking about no, the, wasn't it high fidelity? That's the one. Yeah, sorry. Yes, yeah, say anything. That's that was just some romantic comedy nonsense or something, wasn't it? Anyway, so but the thing was is that the prominence of the radio stations were integral. That people would sit there and listen to the radio stations, and the radio station DJs were the ones who had all the power as far as you know the music that was being released. Music that got played. And, yeah. That's right. Um, obviously, now with digital services and streaming and stuff, people are their own. You know. Their own DJs, I guess. Yeah. Do you find it fulfilling when you have a bunch of music on your streaming services and then it gets to a point where you're kind of like, what do I listen to now? 
Are you constantly hunting for new music or do you just recycle? I feel like it's harder to find new music these days because there's so much choice. I think back in like in my teenage years, I used to go down to the the CD shop and I'd flick through every every aisle of CD trying to find something new or or even something old that I hadn't heard before, you know. I was making my way through like all the old Black Sabbath albums mm-hmm. and things like that and mm. you know and then moving on to like Judas Priest and Iron Maiden and you know all that good old metal stuff that predated my existence even but it was there <laughs> but it was there to be found and, yeah. and nowadays everybody's got all the music like if you've got a spotify account or an apple music account you've got all the music in the world just about at your fingertips or if you just got youtube everything's on youtube as well so how do you sort of find what's your music you know what you like whether it's new or old music or whatever i think you sort of still get force-fed stuff from Commercial radio stations and friends and family who go, oh, this is the latest thing. You've got to well, listen that, to Well, isn't this. that right? So with the commercialization of the commercial radio stations where they're all run by the same company now. So they, they have syndications all, so it's, everything's just syndicated now. Yeah, um, that's right. So they play – I don't listen to a lot of commercial radio stations, but when I did, I'd hear the same Ed Sheeran song every morning, <laughs> twice a day, like – you know, n- nothing against Ed Sheeran. He's got some talent, but, um, yeah, come on, there's got to be more better music out there to be pumping. Well, and that's, I suppose, what gives community radio the edge because yeah. me and you have been, you know, we, we play, our playlists are what we make of it and we play the music that we think that uh, that people will like based out of, you know, people who listen to the radio show. I really enjoy doing this show because it's F&Q too as well. That's right. So it, it's sort of forces us to find good local music because if if we just did a music show together and the whole world was our platter of music i don't know where we would start sort of thing no, but it's know. too big it's too big that's right yeah when when they originally offered me this show when i first came here i thought it was brilliant because yeah. uh, oh you can like ashley runs the all aussie artist show yep and um she's like oh you know well originally she asked me to come in and help her co-present but i was like I like the idea of doing the FNQ Originals yeah. show because all of a sudden you're catering to a to a small market. People like that. All of a sudden you have a niche. So all of a sudden we had this niche and all of a sudden we've had, you know, we had a city councillor sitting there interviewing on our show because all of a sudden they see that we're, as, you, as she said, her words, being a positive broadcaster. Yes. So I can't that, believe someone called us a positive broadcaster. That's I know. Very, it's a very nice comment. I know it was. I like that. Yeah, we'll just... Yeah. Yeah, we spend so much time being silly on the show, you know, to to think that we're having a positive influence is a good thing. So. Well, I think so. And, and we, we get a lot of positive um, feedback on social media that people like like the show and that we're helping out the artists that are around. But the thing is is that I, I, I feel I don't want to, like as we've talked about before, we're adding video content and we're doing all this stuff, yep. including these pop-up shows, and we'll get back to that now, is that – if we can use this medium in order to create more for the community by using the platform of this radio station. More opportunities for local artists. That's right. So it means if we can start doing pop-up gigs and if we can start doing – we have a couple of things that we've, we've got going but I can't actually mention at the moment, which is going to be pretty awesome. Okay. I will be able to mention them soon because the ball has started rolling on one of them. Um, but Right. The Intriguing. It is. I, I brought it up as it, me and Paps talked about it and all of a sudden the momentum started already. 
So that's going to be pretty, pretty exciting. That's very intriguing. Um, but we're also looking at doing doing um, a festival as well with local artists and artists from Queensland as well, which will be you know most of everything that we showcase at the moment. I think right now we're going to call it the Fruit Boy Festival. Oh, mate, Fruit Boy. <laughs> He'll be the MC, and he's only allowed to use words that are only consonants, no vowels. Things that rhyme with Willy Wonka. Yeah, so he'll be on there going, This is Georgie Nielsen, last time I felt better. Here on. Are you scared, Barry? I love you. A little. <laughs> Thank you, Originals. Arms of lead as I swim in your bed. I need you. Never knew such kindness and truth before I met you. You can brave the thunder and rain I can too Hold me Nielsen, the last time I felt better. I really love that track. That's a really cool track. I, I like love it, it so much. I like it a lot. Um, yeah, interesting when we were talking about before about pop-up gigs. Pop-up gigs. The theme song. I wrote the theme song. Did you write a theme song? Sung the theme song. No. <laughs> <laughs> I have no words. But I have no words. 
I think um, over the next couple of weeks, we should start getting the ball rolling on this. And yep. we um, need everyone who's listening to the show to start getting involved because as we Send were talking... your feedback. Yeah, we need people to start being involved as we are like Amy is to everyone as far as being a city councillor. We are also a way of people being able to be more involved in the community being here at Cairns FM. So... It's going to be these pop-up shows aren't just going to be me and Barry are going to put pop-up shows for everyone and that's it. Like we're going to need people to have suggestions about what venues should we approach because I might start doing that this week, um, how long the set should be. Um, Volunteers to run sound and yeah, yeah. video and lighting. and that's, oh, Are we going to shoot video? Why not? <laughs> if we get a volunteer. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Fair well, enough. We could do video. Yeah, we could do video. You're very good at video. Thanks, man. Let's be honest. <laughs> we like your videos, Joe. You know, we have um, a special. The Barry Code Vintage 3. It's a special one this week because we're, we're starting to get some tracks in that isn't just part of that whole pandemonium. Well, yeah, but we... <laughs> Tonight we've got the Briscoe Sisters, check yes. it out. Followed by Black Label, Fallen Angels. And then one of my favourites, Trick Question, with their song, Saw. Does, uh, man, I'm excited about tonight because in the mid-2000s, the Briscoe Sisters were... They were the girls. They were awesome. And the cool thing was, I was at uh, Grafton Arts at the time and they were run by Nick Mills, who was um, part of the head management over there at uh, Grafton Arts. So they used to come in all the time. And I, they they were lovely. Speaking was, of Grafton Arts, Amy mentioned earlier that a lot of young people want to have all-ages shows and things yeah. like That's what the void that Grafton Arts used to fill yes. back in the day was an opportunity for young people, you know, that weren't quite 18 or even some of them a little bit older than that, getting involved in music and putting on all-ages gigs. And Well, I caught up with Marie Pert, who um, was the – I don't even know what her job – she was the head of Grafton Arts. She was a honcho, the head honcho. Yeah. I saw her the other night. I hadn't seen her since I'd moved up and because um, she's a good family friend. Yeah. Obviously because my mum was the head administrator at Grafton Arts at the time. And, um, yeah, it was good to see her. But um, sometimes I'm afraid to ask her because it was the first time I saw her since obviously being on the show. Yeah. Because I drive past that old building and look at it and go, man – some good times. I could buy that building. <laughs> a restart. And completely just – because it's literally in the best spot. Like yeah. it's, it, the, the building itself was condemned in the early 2000s. That's the reason why they moved out of there. Uh, it was an art installation for yeah, yeah. after that. I'm not sure uh, how they got around that, but, yeah, the, I remember the reason why they ended up having to move them out because there was issues. Like the, It used to leak badly when it rained and all sorts of stuff. But there was a vibe, man, and it had so many different things from capoeira to circus and then they used to have the um, the installations they used to do for the parade every year and they have a um, holiday school program where they used to come in and do acting and all sorts of stuff. It was just – there was nothing like it. It wasn't like just music-based. No, yeah. no, it was, yeah, it was great. And even from the time when I was there to before that when they were obviously hosting things like Little Day Out and Backdrop Festival and Up Tempo and there was so many different things that they were doing at the time that it's interesting you bring that up because it does. And I, I don't know if uh, an, an arts council building like Grafton Arts could exist in today's 
climate, could it? Why not? Would it? Would it? Well, would young people see the value of doing something like that now? Absolutely. If you were I to think ask, it's something that's missing. Oh, let's ask you. You. You're, I'm not a young person. How old? How old does your daughter turn soon? Thirteen, did you say? Thirteen. So um, if you said to her, "Oh, of course, cool, there's this new art council building, and you can do all this sort of stuff," what would she say? She say, "I want to go back to watching Netflix." No, but no, 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 no. Be serious, because that, that, no, that seriously, would be, I think that's what she would say right now. But that's why I think it's important to have these things that kids could do. But do you? Th- but yeah. that what you said is pretty much spot on. You know, but yeah. do kids? Would they feel value? It's in- like the field of dreams, though. You build it, they will oh, come. Oh you know God! I mean? Like you had to mention Kevin Costner movie. I think you you can't say, look, kids just want to lie around and watch Netflix. <laughs> they don't want to do arts in rest know, in peace, Ray com- Liotta community stuff. Of course they do. They're just not given the opportunity to. So, <sighs> all right. Well, 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 no, no. I'm just. I'm. I'm you, you Sorry. Quote, have I, I missed the question here? What? No, no, no. It's just because you, um, you, you did a field of dreams reference, <laughs> um, and that there's issues. Like there's issues because one, it's field of dreams. Kevin Costner, mate. Yeah, and the fact that you did the whole field of dreams. The, the whole in relation to young people, yes, but you know that they use that in Wayne's World. If you book them, they will come. That was oh, the thing they? in Wayne's World, too. For when they're oh, well, doing there the you concert. go, there's another connection. <sighs> Let's never talk about Field of Dreams. Hang on, I don't think that was Wayne's World. I think there was another movie where he said, If you book them, they will no, come. No, no, that I watched Field of Dreams about four months ago. I hadn't seen it in ages, and then I was like, no, but "Did you watch Wayne's World too?" I don't. I, yeah, yeah. I think that. Yeah, so you... Jim Morrison, when he's like sitting there with the Indian in the desert, oh, okay. and he says to Wayne, "I don't know how to put a thing," and he goes, "If you book them, they will come." It's a direct reference from the Field of Dreams. Yeah, but I, I think that line's also from another movie. I think Jeremy Piven's in it. I can't remember which movie it was, but Jeremy Piven's in it. Yeah, <laughs> from Entourage. Yeah, yeah. Serendipity. No. <laughs> It's not serendipity. You know we're running out of time. We're All right, <laughs> we're going to play the Vintage 3. First up, we've got the Briscoe Sisters. Oh, Check so, it out. I'm so keen for this song. Check it out. These girls, were the they were the rippers of, of the 2000s. And it was cool because they put us in a Segway graph. And that's, that's really cool. But I've been dying to play this this song on radio. So here Click we go. Click the button. Let's go. This is the Briscoe Sisters with Check It Out here on FNQ Originals. You are listening to FNQ Originals.
Originals. You are listening to FNQ Originals.
Oh, Black Label with Fallen Angel. Those guys are OG. That's all right, that one. That's OG. Black Label were a massive band in the 90s. Look, were... we've run out of time for the Vintage 3, so we're only going to have Vintage 2 tonight. <laughs> we kind of, yeah, it's only three minutes left, and I, I realise we've done a lot of talking tonight, which is cool. Um, we probably didn't. Um, next week, I think. We'll save the trick question track for next week. Yeah, and um, I realised we've made a mistake as well. What's that? What did we do? We forgot to ring Yasmindi. Oh, no. Apologies, Yasmindi. We forgot to ring Yasmindi. That was a complete. Oh, it's because of those social media blackout. Oh, no. <laughs> We're sorry, Yasmindi. We're really sorry about that. We're going to have to get you on the show sometime. Yeah, yeah. Well. Um, what I might do is I might do a pre-record and then put her in on Thursday's show. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'll have to organise that. It's just because we everything we're doing with Amy and then because we, we're we can't touch our phones. I completely forgot. So anyway, I had an idea today. Okay. You and me should do Dry July. Okay. F and Q Originals. We're gonna do Dry July, mm. which means we're gonna not drink for the whole of July. Mm. Alcohol, that is. Mm. Still drink water because I hydrate your body. <laughs> um, but the whole thing is to raise money for people with cancer and stuff like that. So a yep. bit of a good cause. We'll put the link up on the Facebook and Instagram. And cool. if people could donate us some money, try to encourage us to be good. Yeah. Well, just, just to let you know, I was already on a hiatus from drinking anyway. I don't drink that much anyway. Well, me too. But um, yeah, I think this will keep us on the right track. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Trying to lose a few kgs at the moment so I look more presentable when I'm out there pretending to be Keith, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to thank um, Amy Eden for being on the show tonight. It's been a great show. And um, we'll have to send um, an apology to Yasmindi yes. for, um, yeah. That's a shame. I was really looking forward to getting there. Yeah, I, I had the track and everything. I was just, yeah, because we um, obviously haven't been looking at our phones because of State of Origin. I just, I usually have a reminders and I completely. And for those at home, we, a lot of the time we're just going with the flow with our show. So it's not right. all planned out to the nth degree. That's right. All right, man. Well, let's say goodnight. Um, I'm Joel Desky Devereaux. I'm Barry Coe. And um, we'll be back next week. And uh, we've got some surprises coming over the next few weeks. So make sure to tune into our Instagram, Facebook, and Something else. Send well, us a send yeah. us a message if you want. Just even if you want to say good day. Yeah. All right. We'll see you later and um, see you next week. FNQ Originals, showcasing the best music from around North Queensland. Here on Ken's FM eighty nine point one.